music in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number five. Number five out of five Foundation Friday podcasts that I wanted to go through here. Just quick hitters, uh, 10 to 12 minutes long each time out. Uh, The five steps uh, that you could, maybe should, take to build your program, the foundations of your program, whether you're starting over in a new year or if you are taking uh, if you are uh, taking over a program from scratch, I think you, there's there's material and tools that you can use in each one. Uh, of course, Foundation Friday number one was your first team meeting with your new team. Second Foundation Friday was your coaches meeting. Um, third Foundation Friday is your individual meetings with your individual player, each and every one of them within the program. Your fourth uh, foundation is your class meeting. And then we are at Foundation Friday number five here. And this is a a tough one, not a tough one, but a uh, one that might be easier or tougher than the previous four combined. Uh, My suggestion for Foundation number five would be to have some sort of parent social, some sort of uh, parent get-together with the parents and the coaches. No players, Uh, It's all just parents of your players and you and your coaching staff uh, have your uh, coaches, uh, if applicable, bring their uh, spouses or significant others uh, to this get-together. Show your parents that you're human, that you're just like them. You have a wife or a husband, um, that you you have kids, you have a life outside of this relationship uh, that we call basketball. Uh, some coaches think this is a great idea. Some coaches think there is no way in the world you could get me to do that. And I think you can make logical arguments both ways. I always believed that it was better to try and build relationships rather than try to keep relationships at bay. Um, I just think that uh, if your if your parents know the human side of you, if they see you, um, in that in that manner, I, I think it's just better that way. I think they're more willing. Most parents are going to be more willing to give you the benefit of the doubt than if you just act like this machine. And then if something breaks down within the machine, uh, the machine of your program, uh, that's the example I mean there, uh, they're less likely to give you that benefit of the doubt. But if you have a, a, a personal relationship of some sort, now there's uh, there's there's borders. Uh, there's 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 certain boundaries that you have, and we'll get into that here in just a little bit. Uh, but you know, I've always thought that that was much more beneficial um, when you have this parent get together. Um, if you could have it, the 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 best place to have it, in my opinion, would be at somebody's house. Um, if you cater in some food, or if somebody gets the grill fired up. Um, you know, have have that set up ready to go. If you can't do that, um, have it at a restaurant, maybe in a in a private room, uh, something like that, where it's just you and your parents within the program. Or uh, one thing that we did a uh, a couple of times, we went bowling one time with the parents, and that was a lot of fun. And you just kind of make the rounds and and have a few minutes with everybody throughout the evening. Um, you know, it's up to you whether or not you partake uh, in an adult beverage or not. Uh, 
Um, that is that is purely purely a personal decision there. Uh, but I think that it's it's a if it's a neutral location, not on campus, not in your school, uh, just somewhere out. Um, I, I think it's a good place to be. It's a like I said, it's a it's a situation where you guys can talk and mingle in a relaxed atmosphere. Um, I think that it's important that at some point before your season kicks off, and we actually tried to have actually two parent socials throughout the year. Uh, one was right at the beginning of the summertime when we got our summer stuff going. We had a couple barbecues a couple times and met with people and talked with parents and, and had some food. Uh, and then, of course, right before the season started or right out, you know, uh, right before competition started. This would be after your, your cuts, if that's a necessary thing. Um, again, just to, hey, we're all in this together and we all have a vested interest with what's going on. But I also think it's important that you, you talk about five things with your parents, um, and there may be more, there may be less, depending on yours. Again, these are just suggestions. Um, I think that you ask uh, your parents to, number one, trust the coaches and the officials, that we are a representative of our school, and if we're flipping out on every single call that the that the officials are making, uh, th- that's not a good uh, picture to paint uh, for us and our program. Um, I think the second thing is you talk about winning. And you talk about how winning is important. And especially if you're a varsity coach, it is absolutely important. Um, You have to win. Um, But we are not going to win at all costs. That winning is not everything. That we are trying to develop young men or women, depending on your situation, uh, for the rest of their lives. And, And if we... You know, as an example, if we teach them to win at all costs and to break rules and to not do things the right way, um, that's going to catch up to them at some point in their life. We need to win the right way, to do things the right way. And that phrase, the right way, is an all-encompassing thing. It means so many things, but it's also not very, you know, you don't paint yourself in a corner with that type of statement. Uh, the third thing, um, I would, and again, this is kind of a personal thing, Coach Sheaf on his uh, podcast talked about this. Uh, he talks with his parents about anything and everything related to the program, except for playing time. You know, and I think that's an important thing that, that you uh, are willing to talk about, you know, you go to a, to a get together and yeah, you know, what do you think of team X this year? Ah, you know what? They're going to be awful good. We think, you know, or uh, you know, stuff like that, you know, uh, what do you think about their camps this summer? You know, what do you, where do you see us going? Uh, what are we looking at here? And they're just, just all those type of things. Now, again, I think you draw the line, obviously, at playing time. We are not going to discuss your your uh, child's playing time. We're not going to discuss any other child's playing time. We're not going to discuss roster decisions, any of that type of stuff. Um, I found this, and I, I'll be honest with you, I can't remember where I found it. I'm guessing it had to probably be on social media somewhere. And I'm just going to read this word for word. And I have never been to Texas in my life except for a layover in Dallas, uh, in the airport in Dallas. Uh, but this is from North Forney, Texas football. And they talk about roles and they talk about playing time. And here is what they share with their parents uh, within their program. At least they did at one point here. And I'm, again, I'm just going to read this word for word. Being a great student, being an FCA, being a great athlete, having influential parents, Coming to practice or being a captain does not guarantee you the right to play. Being a senior does not mean you get to play. 
it means that you are a valuable member of the team. I think this is the key phrase here. You must be able to produce positive results versus quality competition in order to play on the varsity level. And again, I can't remember where I found that, but I think that is a great way to explain things to your parents that, you know, and we've all been there. We've, if you've done this long enough, and I know I was there, you know, you know, you have certain players that you would love to play that, you know, maybe you can't play because they can't produce the results that you uh, would like. And you've also been in a situation where maybe you don't have as strong of a personal relationship with a player, but they are the superior player. And that is your job as your coach. As long as kids are following team rules, as long as kids are doing, uh, you know, staying within the standards of your program, those are the the kids that you believe that are your that are going to give you productive results against quality opponents. That's who gets to play. Um, I think you encourage this, and this is a Bruce Brown thing. This is number four here. I think uh, you encourage your parents to use this phrase when dealing with your kids, uh, with their children. And you just simply say, I love to watch you play. And that's all you need to say to them. I, I, I think that is the driving force for the vast majority, even the parents that become over-involved with things, um, their overriding passion in large part is because they love their kids so much and they love to watch them play and they want them to succeed. I was very, very cognizant when my children were involved with it in athletics. Um, I just tried to say after games, Hey, great job. Great effort. If they won, Hey, great win. Way to go. Played well. I love to watch you play. You know, if they lost, Hey, tough one. Um, you know, didn't catch some breaks, but hey, I love to watch you play. You know, it's it's very well documented, and most of you listening know this. Uh, the thing that kids dislike the most about sports is the car ride home. They don't want to overanalyze the game. They don't want to hear about, well, if Jimmy or, or Janie would have done this or that, or if you would have done this or that. That is the That is the thing that they hate the most about sports is dealing with their own parents. And so I think you encourage your own parents to say, hey, just just all you need to say is, I love to watch you play. That's what your kids want you to hear, all right? And I think the fifth thing that you address with your parents is that, you know, please just allow us to coach your children. Um, And when we say that, we mean, you know, talking about coaching from the stands, coaching from the dinner table, um, those type of things you could be saying, you know, you could have spent three days saying, we're going to play full behind, uh, this post player because we don't think they can score in the scoring zone. We're going to play full behind and we're going to wall up and we're going to make them make a post move in order to try to score. And 30 seconds into a game, you could hear a parent hollering, you got to get in front. You got to get a full front. You got to, don't deny them the ball. That is that. Coaches, you know just as well as I do, that is so detrimental to what you're trying to accomplish in your program. So please encourage your parents, and you use this phrase, please allow us to coach. Don't try to coach the kids. Please allow us to coach. All right? Um, That is it for Foundation Friday, number five. Uh, That's the fifth foundational piece. Uh, Again, your your opening meeting with your team, your coaches meeting is, is foundation number two. Uh, your individual meetings with your players is foundation number three. Um, 
your class meeting, class meetings is foundation number four, and then your parent meeting is foundation number five. And if you've done that, coaches, I really honestly think that you have laid about as good of a foundation as you can for your program when you're dealing with the big picture of things. So I uh, hope you liked it. Hope you like this series. We're gonna. I've got some things in mind starting next, uh, the end of next week, uh, to build upon this foundational series. Uh, but follow us on Twitter, a pen and a napkin. Uh, if you have any suggestions, please let me know. I'm I'm willing to to experiment with this deal. Uh, email us at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Um, you know, subscribe, like, give us five stars on iTunes, um, and and let us know what you're thinking here. Uh, but this was Foundation num- Friday number five. I hope you enjoyed it. And as always, coaches, be sure to continue to own your craft one day. One day.